Hey, teacher friends. Welcome to the Teaching with Haley podcast, where we believe relationships matter. Research shows that positive relationships greatly impact student engagement and their learning. Each week, I'll share a few simple ways to improve your classroom community, build social-emotional learning into your day, and strengthen your relationships. I'm your host, Haley O'Connor. Hey friends, welcome back to the Teaching with Haley podcast. Today we're going to talk about a really cool topic. I really, really enjoy talking about this, and it is helping kids identify their emotions. I think part of the reason I enjoy talking about it is because it's something I continue to learn and grow in. I'm a big internalizer, and so sometimes it's hard for me to share And you wouldn't really think that because I talk a lot and I'm kind of an oversharer. Like sometimes I have to think, okay, do I really want to tell this person that? But when it comes to my feelings and emotions, for some reason, it's just challenging for me to talk about. So this is an area I've really grown in. For kids, before we help them handle their emotions or have self-control, it's really important that they can identify them. That gives them the opportunity to express to us what's happening and helps us kind of have a better understanding of what's going on and how to support them. Most of the time, kids do not have the language or vocabulary they need, so we can do modeling and intentional activities to help them develop that vocabulary. So the first thing we can do to make sure that our kids are able to identify their emotions, and I say this a lot, I just noticed, when I say kids, I'm talking about your students. This can also be used for children at home if you have them, but typically I'm talking about the kids in your classroom. So anyway, the first thing we can do is read books that specifically talk about and model emotions. And I have a few examples for you. I have four books I wanted to share that I really recommend and think that they're excellent to have in your classroom library. I'm going to tell you the name so that you can search your public library. I'll also put those in the show notes. And then I'm also going to drop an Amazon affiliate link. You do not have to use this, but if you want to, it just helps me recoup the cost a little bit of this podcast and creating resources for you. It doesn't cost you anything. I just get a few cents from Amazon. So the first book is called In My Heart, a book about feelings by Joe Wittick and Christina Rousey. And there's a few other books in this series. There's In My Room and Brave As Can Be, and I love all of them. They're excellent books. But this one specifically is about emotions. They do a really great job of pairing the words with the illustrations. And so the illustrations, I think, are very kid-friendly and help them understand more what the character is saying. One of the pages says, some days my heart feels as heavy as an elephant. This is when my heart is sad. So academically, you can see how this brings in metaphors, but that's just such a cool way to describe it in a way that kids truly will understand. And like I said, the illustrations reinforce the words. This book also uses different words than we typically see, like hopeful, afraid, silly, brave, and shy. So I really appreciate that because we want our students to move away from those basic happy, sad, excited words. And so I appreciate that this book does that. As an extension activity, you could actually have kids draw their own picture of what their emotion feels like and looks like. And if you have strong writers in your classroom, they could even write a quick little poem. They don't necessarily rhyme, but they're definitely rhythmic and are poems. Number two is The Color Monster by Anna. 
I think it's Yanez. It's Anna, L-L-E-N-A-S. And it pairs each feeling with a color. So happy is yellow like the sun, which is a really cool visual way for kids to understand their feelings. And then it also talks about, okay, so happy is yellow like the sun. This is how it might feel in my body. And this is what I want to do. There's even a cute little song on YouTube. Just search the Color Monster song and it should pop right up. The Boy with Big Feelings is a newer book, but I strongly recommend it. And I was so excited to find it. It's by Brittany Wynn Lee. And it doesn't do like the other books. It doesn't just say, you know, today I feel sad. What it does, though, is describe exactly what happens in his body. One of the pages says, sometimes when his play had come to an end, Or when things didn't go as planned, the feelings would run down the length of his arms, then clenched when they got to his hands. So what a powerful description for kids about how anger feels in our bodies. And it also reminds our students that it's okay and even good to have these big feelings. It's just important that we are safe as we show them. The last book I have for you is by Lori Britton, and it's called I'm Happy Sad Today. She's a PhD. She's a child psychologist. So it's a really great book to have in your toolbox. And it talks about how sometimes feelings don't just happen one at a time. Sometimes they're mixed. She says, lots of times I have more than one feeling inside of me. Like when mom comes, I'm happy to see her, but I'm sad because I'm leaving my friends. Four excellent picture books to add to your classroom or home library. And like I said, you can find the title and author in my show notes. Those books specifically talk about emotions, but another powerful way that you can bring this up in your classroom conversations is just to talk about the emotions characters have in all of your other books. Being able to identify character feelings and talk about how you know is a standard for kindergarten, first grade, and second grade. So not only is this important to help kids understand their emotions, it's also an important academic skill. So just choose your typical daily read aloud and have kids identify throughout the book. What are they feeling and how do you know? The third way that you can help kids with this in your classroom is to show photos of feelings and leave them up as an anchor chart. So you can use stock photos. You can also have kids model the faces. It's just important that you don't say like, oh, you're sad. Let me take a picture. But let them kind of show you on their face and their body what each feeling might look like. Charades is a fun way to get kids involved in describing their feelings, showing what it might look like. So just have them draw a feeling and act it out. Number five is to help them. We've talked about this with the books, but really focus on helping them identify how feelings feel in your body. So when I'm happy, I might want to run or dance or sing. When I'm angry, my body feels really tight and I kind of want to yell and my body might feel hot. The sixth way to kind of reinforce this is to actually have them match. So you could do this with words or photos, but an example might be, you know, you show them a photo of someone who is tired and then you have a card that has the word tired and then you have a card that says, I'm yawning and I can't keep my eyes open. I don't know if you've ever played Taboo, but you basically have a card with the word at the top and then you have to describe it without using the three words at the bottom. So the word might be like grocery store and you can't say shop, you can't say Walmart and you can't say fruit. So you have to get your teammates to guess grocery store without using those words. You can do the same thing with feeling words. So describe anxious 
to your teammates without using the words nervous, scared, or worried. It's a really fun way for them to be creative and engage with the content. The sixth idea is to talk about how some words mean the same things. They just get stronger. So these emotions start from the same place. They get bigger and bigger and bigger. So we might start out as frustrated, then move to angry, and then be irate. Or we might start off as upset, then we get sad, and then we're just heartbroken. The last idea is to share about your own emotions. Obviously, it's important that we don't overshare. You're not going to want to share like personal details from your life unless that's something you've really thought through and feel like your students should know. And you're going to try to avoid tying negative emotions to them because that can be manipulative and feel unsafe for students. But you can still model for them talking about your emotions. An example might be, last night I was so hungry, but I burnt our dinner. I was so frustrated and I was so hungry. Sometimes when I'm hungry, it makes my feelings even bigger. Or a positive example, today is our class party and I was feeling so excited. I couldn't wait. I had butterflies in my tummy and I felt like jumping up and down. So you're still modeling for your students. You're just not tying negative emotions to them and you're not necessarily like oversharing really important heavy stuff from your own life. So today I just shared seven ways that you can help students practice discussing and identifying their emotions. If you want additional resources, I actually have a unit on this that includes all of the activities I shared as well as a few other lessons and activities you could add into your day. You can find that at bit.ly L-Y B-I-T dot L-Y slash H-O emotions or use the link in the show notes. This is such an important skill and I look forward to connecting with you about it. If you want to chat more about ideas or questions you have, don't forget that my Facebook group is open and ready to talk about that with you, Teaching with Haley and Friends. And I look forward to chatting next week. Thank you so much for joining me on Teaching with Haley. I hope you feel refreshed and ready for a new week with your students. Be sure to visit teachingwithhaley.com to find additional resources like social emotional lesson plans, positive behavior resources, and ideas for building classroom relationships. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at Teaching with Haley O'Connor. While you're online, I'd love if you left me a rating on iTunes or shared this episode with a friend. Be sure to tune in every week for more simple ways to engage and connect with your students. Have a great week.